Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sandspence Radio. Just a quick reminder before everything starts. The JLT means absolutely fuck all. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Dusha. And I'm Jamal. Guys, How Goods Footy. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. I don't want to talk about it. I'm here, so I'm going to have to, but I don't want to. Let's talk about JLT, because that matters a lot, I think. <laughs> um, so, this is actually the first week we've been doing How Good's Footy, where there has been two... One round that means something, but also other matches have been happening. Yeah. And the round that meant something was the AFLW, but we'll talk JLT first, because that brings you some happiness, Sean. It does. It doesn't bring me any, at all. Because your team sucks. Oh, sucks is a strong word. Lost to Carlton is uh, how I definitely describe it. <laughs> what record did you fucking break while well, also breaking my heart? So, prior to this, Carlton hadn't scored 100 points against an opponent in three years. Yep. It's uh, my favourite football statistic. I love it. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, Sean, you loved it because it's ended. Because <sighs> Essendon lost to Carlton 91 to 100. I'm I'm sorry. It's a fucking disgrace. What would their average scores be in recent history? Probably about 60. Yeah. That's no good. You have a habit of really cooking it against Carlton. Yeah, I mean- uh, Do they play you twice this year? God, I hope not. Let's find out. I- right I've now. heard that Carlton actually ask for that in their fixture. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I think that's true. Can we take a moment, though, to yeah. appreciate that Carlton have actually built a really amazing list, and it might be a bit all young, right, but Gemma. their list is brilliant, and- it's not all about Essendon being shit. It's actually about Carlton building something. And yes, it's JLT. It means nothing. But it was very exciting to see what that spine of players can put together. Weedering seems to be playing much better already based uh, compared to last year. Sam Walsh is amazing, obviously. But then they've got Kerno that's actually performing well. They've got the other Kerno that's amazing as well in the middle. Yep. They've got Mitch McGovern there now, who I rate super highly. Um, Harry Mackay seemed to 
He's way taller than I realized. He's like six foot eight or something. Is he over two hundred centimeters? He's a giant. It? That's yeah. too tall. It is for doorways. <laughs> if you have to duck under a door, it's just it's yeah. all gone wrong. But as a tall forward, he's such a good option for them yeah, because definitely. no one's going to be able to be tall enough. Think about that spine of that team. It's freakish. I look at Carlton's list now, and they may not finish higher than these teams this year, but I, I would say that they've gone past the Dogs, St Kilda, Fremantle. I don't know about Fremantle. See, I'm really positive about Fremantle, oh, especially why? their list. I think their list is brilliant. Really? Yeah. So your recommendation, which is pretty similar to ours, would be to put their coach into a cannon and shoot him into the sea. Just remove him from everything related to football. Drown him. Okay, I'm not I advocating prefer him to murder. hit the sun. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the sea. Tie an anchor around his ankle and just drop him in. Put Trent Cooper as their coach. Oh, okay. Just coach the double. Yeah, bring back Mark Harvey. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He did all right. Did he? He did okay. Did he? Yeah, they made finals. Did they? <laughs> I think so. Now I doubt it. <laughs> Now, nah, Carlton, they'll be all right, and it'll bring me n- like no satisfaction at all to see them slowly climb. No, they're going to be so fun to watch as a team. It's, but it's Carlton. It's not fun. I disagree. Like, you, you guys forget that I go for Sydney, so the teams I hate are very different to the teams that you hate. Who do you hate? Hawthorne, Richmond, Western Bulldogs, and North. I hate all them as well. <laughs> they're my four teams that I dislike. Everyone else, I'm like, yeah, okay. Did you say North? Yeah, I fucking hate North. <laughs> like, with a burning passion, I hate North Melbourne. What have I've- they ever done? <laughs> What haven't they done? They're kind of their fan base is as someone who has been surrounded by them for my entire life. Trash. Pretty rat bag crowd. I always think of North have as I the family the- club. No. I, well, I mean they're my no? family. But uh, have I told you about how my uncles got into like a fight with a farmer in Geelong? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a North Geelong game, and there was just like, a Geelong supporter that was being very vocal and yelling, and then they were not happy about it, and then it turned into a fight. Like a physical fight? I believe so. Oh, my God. <laughs> I pictured them on a farm with the farmer. That's no, I think like, they were just like telling him to go back to his farm, and then he was a <laughs> farmer. So, like, Wait, so this was in the 90s. Is there like a stereotype about Geelong that they're all farmers? No, I don't think so. I think it was just like- I don't think of farms when I think of Geelong. No. I, um, they, don't they play the the rural round or whatever it country is? Country round, yeah. Country yeah. Round? Against Essendon, usually. So why Essendon country round? I don't know. Because Essendon get everything. Kevin Sheedy. Great for the game. It's good to see- Essendon to see succeeding is great for AFL. You know, it's, I mean, no. it's important that Essendon get another marquee game, obviously. I'm so mad about that. Mm. We probably deserve more. You have every single one. Well, I mean, they sell them out, so. Yeah, like. Give you, Sydney more. Not going to give them to North, even though they gave Good Friday. <laughs> I'm so annoyed that they gave Essendon Good Friday. Oh, it was Essendon North. Because Dylan Shield came out and said, yeah, I wanted to play marquee games. That's why I chose Essendon. It's like, how are other clubs going to get anything if you don't give them the opportunity? Anyway, it's a whole other no, thing. No, but they did. They gave, you know, was it North and St Kilda had the first Good Friday? And then North and Western Bulldogs, and they took it off the other club. Instead the, of letting them build something, they no, just the, took it off them after one. The crowds night. weren't good enough. They yeah, were gonna kill I, look, it. I don't think with marquee games that they should need to build them because that's like a marquee game. Like, yeah. you kind of have to, yeah, or but, at least you need to hit some kind of level. Like, yeah, you but after one certain, game. Yeah, but you probably need to give clear. more. No, but give more to Melbourne. Give more to Hawthorne as much as I they think don't you'll like probably them. see Melbourne and Hawthorne. Uh, maybe not Hawthorne. Melbourne definitely will probably. St- Melbourne have Anzac Eve and they have Queen's Birthday. That's so they've got two. You've got to earn it too. Teams like Melbourne and I guess this will probably happen with like Richmond if they could stay consistent. 
they'll start getting marquee games if the teams keep performing. Essendon seems to get anything they want all the time. Even yeah, because our drugs. supporters come to the games. <laughs> the year that we got banned, our membership went up. Huge See, membership. You know what's cool? Sydney. Not taking drugs. Sydney. I agree. Non-AFL state still get consistently high crowds at their games. More so than any rugby game up there, which is cool. Yeah, I've been to the SEG to watch a Sydney game. It was sick. The ground kind of curves, so if you sit in the front row, you can't see anything. It's great. <laughs> that that it's rules. The best. I, well, that's actually good to hear because I was very, very, very up high when I went. I went to the Sydney West Coast game. Last they were season. always good. Sydney yeah, won that one. Yeah, it was good. Good to hear that if I had good seats, it'd actually be bad seats. No, just never sit in the front row at the SCG. Curved ground. Cur- Seriously, you can't see the other side of the ground. <laughs> You'll That's never pretty- get down the front anyway, will you? Yeah, it's not, not that nah. hard to get a seat in a good spot there. Just get there early. Yeah, so think- watch the knee fall before it and you're sweet. You got there late, didn't you? Jerk. Yeah, I did. I definitely got there late. I feel like I saw the start of the game, though. I yeah. hope you were going for West Coast and then were sad when you left. No, I was wearing Sydney merch. It's a disgrace. You go for like 40 teams and you ever got me about Melbourne. I've never had a go. You're speaking oh, to yeah, the wrong Tom member. It's Tom that does have a go. Yeah, on it's me, Tom. Isn't it? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just have a lot of family clubs. I've got a lot of like second clubs. I'll mm. never barrack for them over Essendon. Even the year where we had an entirely new team and my team were labelled as drug cheats. Never lost faith. Fairly labelled as drug cheats. Well, yeah. grey areas. <laughs> grey areas. They shades drugs, of grey. Uh... Hey, Brisbane have a marquee game this year. Do you? Which one? Easter Thursday. Whoa, yeah. that's huge. Versus Collingwood at the Gabba. I'm actually that's the one I'm going to. That'll it's be gonna sick. Be massive. Brisbane and used so to have soon. it like when they were you know, in premiership mode, and at least to get you know thirty five or so thousand there. So we'll see this year. Yeah, could, could be thirty thousand. Could be huge. It's going to be a big win regardless. <laughs> when Dane Beams runs out on the pitch, <laughs> and someone comes within. Ten centimeters of him, and he hits the ground because he's soft. I imagine Dan Beam <laughs> onto the ground, and he's greeted by a man who's just jumped the fence, yep. and it's you. How good twenty <laughs> fans should pull in, like donate the six grand fine or whatever it is for me to jump the fence, <laughs> just... and then be a coward and be like, "Oh, hi, hi, Dane," <laughs> and run back. That would be on TV as well. Yeah. I would wear like a t-shirt, like a homemade one that just said like TC, and had his face <laughs> on it. And he wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Imagine he just looks at you and he's like, I hate your podcast. Oh! <laughs> well, Sydney don't have any marquee games, but we get lots of Thursdays and Fridays to make up for it. That is strange you don't have a marquee game. Well, they won't put any up there. Well, I guess the Pride match is one. Is that against St Kilda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always win. Speaking is it in pro- Sydney, though? Uh, this year it's in Sydney. It, yeah. it changes back to back like each year. Yeah. it was. Um- we always smash them. It's the best. <laughs> That's a that's a great result for you and a bad result for St Kilda fans. Uh, speaking of pride, though, it was cool. Uh, the Sid- Sydney had a float in the second Mardi year Gras. in a row. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. And yeah, the slogan was "Everyone's welcome at the AFL." Love at it. The footy. At uh, the, the footy. footy. Sorry, were there players in it? No, because they had their JLT that night. Oh, Last year, the same thing happened. They had a couple of like uh, fringe players there. Yeah, I think Jordan Foot was one. He's yeah. delisted now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. And Jacinda Franklin was on it, like the main person on the float last year. I'm not sure who was on it this year. Mm. But yeah, it's pretty good. Swans are the best. Brisbane. Um, are we talking JLT? You like? We'll just go through the games. That I can't remember what, what weird path we went down then. Um, so <laughs> Dane Beams. Oh god, <laughs> Geelong got smashed by West Coast to the surprise of no one. Great. It was tight for three quarters, and then Dom Sheed had like forty touches, didn't he? So <laughs> is that just like JLT player just getting the ball, yeah, or is he JLT. has he gone up a level? 
He was always good. He's but just has really, his really... grand final heroics. Has he gone like <laughs> Super Saiyan Four Dom Sheed? It's just like, what if I'm a superstar every game? <laughs> Winning off my boot felt good. What if it happens every week? Well, he's resigned, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he has. Yeah, there you go. fuck Dom it's... Sheed. Good on him. Yeah, it's about time. halfway through last year. He wasn't like a lock in that team. No, he got dropped twice last year. It was really only because Gaff tried to kill somebody. <laughs> That well, he it's got like the, the whole Schofield thing as well. Schofield was amazing in the grand final, but yes. the fact that he was even playing it was because Shepard yeah. was out. Schofield, hero. He was amazing in the yeah. grand final. So, yeah, Dom Sheed, 39 touches, Jack Darling, five goals. <sighs> Darling. Oh. Darling did drop a couple of sitters as well, as he does every game. Yeah, to be unusual. honest, I don't think I could be upset at him for dropping sitters if he's kicking five goals straight. No, but the fact that he did drop a couple and still <laughs> kicked five, five goals, goals yeah. is an example of how yeah. shit Geelong was. Um, so he's a freak, though. Spoke to Tom briefly uh, after this game. My only comment was, Jack Darling loves kicking goals. Tom didn't respond. <laughs> Said something about Disneyland later on, probably. <laughs> Imagine not responding. Tom Stewart, What though. a dog. <laughs> Tom Stewart, though. All Australian in his second year. Yeah. He's just going to go up another level this yeah, year. He's, he's awesome. He's amazing. Um, Come to Sydney. Next game <laughs> that this room would care about is ooh, GWS yeah, defeated Sydney. Sydney lost. Sydney does not care about preseason. That's what they say when they lose. Uh, no, no, no. Hey, look at Sydney's history of preseason. Right. It's very funny. That's also true. <laughs> Dating back to Paul Roos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't um, give a shit. I mean, trade a late change being Grundy out for James Rose is mm. exemplified there. <laughs> what was the reason? No reason. <laughs> Hamstring awareness. No reason. They didn't even give a reason. <laughs> JLT was just listed as reason. <laughs> um, and the last game that we would particularly care about yeah. was uh, Brisbane showed Hawthorne that they mean business not only in the regular season, but also the JLT, where Brisbane defeated Hawthorne by 42 points. Pumped them. We weren't mucking around. We played uh, a full strength team. <laughs> <laughs> only people that were missing were probably Darcy Gardner, Steph Martin. And, and Dane Beams. Um, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, the Dane Beams replacement, Lockie Neal, carved up. He was yeah, great. Yeah, he was great. 30 touches. Jared Lyons looks really good. Apparently, he and Lockie Neal just have like a good midfield partnership going in the preseason. Weren't they friends before? No, he was before? friends with Lincoln McCarthy. Oh, that's who right. He was very was good. was awesome. He laid I about really like him. eight tackles, kicked two goals. Yeah. He's a lock for round one. Yeah. He's and great. Horns- He's watch along kind of nude. Yeah. Um, it's almost as if their medical team's fucking shit house. Well, medical- Players, if you're injured, come to Brisbane. We should have picked up Menzel. Come to Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Can we just mention- Oh, no, Menzel's already injured. He's injured from Geelong. Didn't he come to Sydney, though, and get injured again? No, it's the injury that he came with. He's got the scars of Geelong on him. Same same surgery as Buddy. Apparently, they're best friends now because they've had the same surgery and same rehab. But uh, Nick Nick Blakey, clean set shots. He kicks straight, which is exactly what we need because none of our fucking players can kick straight. Will he play round one? Apparently, Buddy said to someone at a function that he's pretty much a lock for round one. Cool. Buddy's got his finger on the pulse. I Buddy's think. not playing, obviously. He's well, he'll take Buddy's spot and never give it back. Tom McCartan hopefully doesn't lose his spot, though, because that would be the spot that he'd be taking. Sam Reed back as well. Just quickly on Brisbane. Yep. I'll tell you who's in danger of losing their spot for round one. It's just quickly. I feel like just quickly on Brisbane is <laughs> a, the secret catchphrase <laughs> of this show. <laughs> Steph Martin. Ooh. Archie Smith. Oh, how high does he jump? He's a freak. So his dad was, a, I think, an NBA player. Might yep. have been NBA, I can't remember, but a, a good basketball player. And Archie Smith played that. And then Brisbane sort of recruited him to footy, I think, when he was about 19. As a category B? Yeah. And he's been playing reserves. I think he's played like 
just under 10 games of actual like senior footy, but he's nearing the point of being ready. It's going to be pretty hard for him to miss out in round one. He I still think you'd so probably high. give it to Steph Martin. Round one, yeah, yeah, he's he's like Nat Nui-like in his leap, I reckon. Who do you have in round one? Uh, West Coast at the Gabba. The thing is, we've got Oscar McInerney playing resting in the forward line. He's a lock, I think. So it's, it's between yeah, it's between Martin and mm. yeah. Brisbane have this weird thing where they have three guys who can ruck, and all three of them have like you just want a combination of all three of those guys. Oh, Sydney's had that as well. Yeah. I mean, Naismith, Sinclair, and then when Tippett was there, the yeah. three of them. Like Oscar McInerney is probably your third ruckman, but he's your first forward out of that mix. Yeah. Steph's probably number one ruckman, but he's third by far forward. the third forward. Yeah. And then Archie's probably sort of in the middle on, on everything. don't know. If Martin gets injured and slows down because he's like 31 or 32 now, Depends it's going to come who, fast. The fact that he's the oldest on your list is amazing, but the yeah. fa- it would really depend on who they're playing as well, who you want the ruck to go with. Because yeah. if it's a Brody Grundy, you probably want Smith in there because they're more athletic to go with them, right? Oh, Martin's super fit Martin's still. Martin's athletic, but I don't think he's the kind of jumping and he's dynamic the, athletic that Smith jump, is. No. But he's your and, extra midfielder, whereas yeah. Archie Smith doesn't get enough of the ball, whereas Steph Martin could get 20, 25 touches. He's amazing. Yeah, so I don't know. Good problems to have because yes. there's not many injuries at Brisbane. So. Yeah. it's uh, But the Hawks, I just got to point out with the Hawks, they rested probably like 12 of their first picked players. Yeah. So Sean, a, is it because yeah. uh, they knew they were going to lose regardless? Fucking they, oath, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you beat them twice last year. Yep. That's true. We'll do it again in the regular season. Actually, quickly, just mm. quickly on the JLT, <laughs> there's one thing that yeah. I want to talk about. There's one man in the Essendon team that I think is a little bit nervous that if Joe Danaher comes to the team that he'll struggle. That man is Mitch Brown. <laughs> but this week, he was like, what if I just kick three goals? So- and shave a moustache. We won't talk about it. That's still very much processing that. Yep. It's as raw as his lip. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. But he kicked three goals. So that's good. Because, um, yeah, it's my favorite fringe, fringe player. Haggard's Footy's favorite Essendon fringe player, I feel. I think so. And- Haggard's Footy's favorite player. <laughs> Ooh. He just like. I'm glad I'm not involved in this. <laughs> just turned it on last year. Yeah. But yeah, kick three goals, so that's exciting. Hopefully that means he's a lock for round one. Yep. Hope he kicks another three against GWS. Maybe he kicks five. Five would do it. Three's just not enough. Well, Joe Danaher kicked one goal too. Oh, he played. Yeah. Like no one quarter. noticed. <laughs> I think he played for a half, which is Did bad. Did he really? Yeah. yeah, that's bad. He's just not good. <laughs> he doesn't, he's the Taylor Harris of the men's. Ooh. That's hurtful. Yeah. Twice, because I also like Taylor Harris. <laughs> Well, maybe it's not an insult to you then. I think they're very similar, aren't they? Both elite talent? Yeah. Elite talent, but maybe don't fulfill the potential. To be fair to Joey, the most recent season that he actually played, he was all Australian. Wasn't he? Kicked 60 goals. Yeah. Yeah, because there's that photo of him with Zach Merritt where they look like schoolboys at their graduation. (laughs) Yeah. That's the funniest thing ever. And then he was injured for almost an entire season. Yeah. He was carrying an injury and then he was out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Then he's played one game back. First game of footy that he's been not injured. Although he's still recovering, so he'll take he'll you know, give him the first month and then we'll yeah. say. Maybe he'll kick oh hang on. Let's have a look at the start of our season. He'll kick one goal twelve. Well, we've got St. Kilda round two. So Maybe he'll just... come good in round five. He'll start hitting the post. Ooh. Which I think is against Brisbane. 
Uh, no, that's round four. Round oh, is five it? Against North. Oh, round maybe, four. Maybe oh. he'll come good again in round six. Maybe he'll kick 10 goals on Anzac Day. Round four, his confidence <laughs> will hit the ground because Harris Andrews will run through him. <laughs> nah, he'll be right. Harris the tank Andrews has <laughs> been pumping weights all, all fucking off-season. Depends how wispy jo- Joey's moustache is then because that's where he gets his power from. <laughs> all right. So, we've spoken about a round that doesn't mean a lot. Yeah. But what does mean a lot is round five of the AFLW because the finals race is starting to really, 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 really heat up. There's only two games left of the season now. Which is fucked. Which is fucked. Is definitely fucked. So, yeah, there's some interesting results this weekend. Starting with Saturday afternoon, the Haggards Footy AFLW Cup. <laughs> uh, Tom sadly couldn't make it due to being presumed dead in China. Turns out after a lot of snarky comments, we just wish he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane Lions yep. played Geelong and Geelong ran over the top of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brisbane recorded the lowest ever AFLW score. Uh, they only scored eight points and Geelong scored 35. Sean, yeah, yeah, feelings? Yeah. Nothing good. <laughs> the only positive out of this game is that Kate McCarthy kicked another ripper goal. Dedicated it to her dog. Yep. <laughs> Her dog's rules. name is Carno. I wish. It's Imagine not. that. Imagine. No, she's great. Um, oh, look, I will <laughs> never stop believing, however. Um, conference B helps you. Look, yeah, I mean, the, the weird thing is Brisbane could still finish top of Conference B. I will say this, and it pains me, they're not winning this premiership. No. <laughs> Stick a fork in them. They're done. They're not getting through the finals. Mathematically, they could still make the grand final. They could, but fucking hell. Like, they no were so impressive against the Bulldogs and then just abysmal against Geelong, who, frankly, I don't really rate Geelong. I don't think they're very good. All right, Sean. So, Brisbane are shithouse. Brisbane are one of the worst teams in the competition at the moment. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Gemma, agree? Yeah. Yeah. It's sad to say. <laughs> they were just constantly second to the ball. Like, yep. they just looked so slow. It was very weird to watch. But how good did they look against the Bulldogs? Yeah, this they is were what hunting I mean. it. And this, they were just slow, lethargic. And there wasn't even, like, a patch where they turned it on and looked kind of good and then fell away. They just were bad all day. And yep. Geelong probably played their best game of the season. Yeah. yeah. Kate kicking, Darby kicking three goals. Kicking one goal all game is not ideal. Too many it's passengers. Collingwood-ish. Just, just, oh, just disgusting. So Use of the ball. Just quickly before we move on to the next game, because I know you're hurting. Thanks. Uh, so Tom couldn't be here today, but is there, yeah. if you could say one thing to him, do you know what it would be? <laughs> I'm going to fucking report you to the Chinese government and hope you rot in jail. <laughs> you dog. Uh, no, like good on him. He's very excited that his girls... It's, the, it's their best win. It's their best game in their short history. But, uh, oh, jeez. Geelong, are, you know, they're a pretty good chance to play finals now. Well, they're top of conference. They probably only have to win one more game. Yeah, well, it'll be them and Carlton, it's looking like. Brisbane's run home is Carlton and then Collingwood, both on the road. Brisbane next tend next to, week we'll decide it then. Yeah. Brisbane tend to lift on the road. <laughs> no, they, they're a pretty good travelling team. We, we Scoff did, at that. They, we, they, they, we, had a, they we went down did, to the Witten Oval. We, we did establish last week that home ground advantage is a huge thing in <laughs> AFLW. Means jack shit to Brisbane. <laughs> they went to the Witten Oval and they murdered them and they'll do it at Icon Park. Maybe. <laughs> Speaking of Icon Park, next game. Hmm. Carlton defeated Collingwood by five points. You know okay. what the difference was? Taylor Harris kicked a goal this week. <laughs> yeah. She kicked the first goal. Yeah, it was shaky. Yeah, but look. Bessio kicked the winner, though. She's good. 
How she, good is she? She's kicked three behinds in the first quarter, so not as good as she used to be. But um, She's their most exciting player. Yeah, when she can find a little bit of space, she can yeah. completely turn a game for them. But she's been struggling to find that space because I don't think their forward setup has been great. Who do you think their most important player is? Because I still think it's Taylor Harris. I still think it's Bree Davey because she comes in and plugs the hole wherever they need her. Yeah. So she'll maybe start down back, but then she'll be in the midfield for a bit. And then when they need a target up forward, she'll go there or she'll go onto the wing and then bring it into the 50 herself. She, mm-hmm. I think she is too important all over the ground. Yeah. Is it Press Parkers? That's how you say it. Maddie Press Parkers. Yeah. yeah. She's been really good this season. Yeah, so she kind of dropped off a little bit last week. She had 19 touches, but it wasn't quite- It wasn't like a good as, 19 yeah. touches. Yeah, whereas this week she came back, I think she had 22 and a goal and yep. like four marks and a tackle or something. She had a pretty even game across the board. And she, yeah, she's just kind of bounced back after last week where I think people identified her after her breakout game the week before. Yeah. And then was able to work through whoever was playing on her this week more yep. so than she was the week before. Yeah. So maybe that'll happen to Brisbane. Everyone identified them as a threat last week and then Geelong just shot that threat down. Maybe Brisbane are a team that have to be dragged through the mud in the media to lift again. <laughs> like maybe they'll come out firing against Carlton and then- It'll be all in their own hands to make finals, and then they'll fucking cook it the following week. So they'll be like Melbourne. Yeah. Well, Melbourne is going to be lucky to make the finals this year. Adelaide winning fucked it for us. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I'm going which, to blame you for that, because you said some very nasty things about North Melbourne last which, week. Which, yeah, said I that still you, agree with. Maybe if you had to believe, then North would have got up, but then you could have snuck into second, and then... No, I think I came in, and the first thing I said was to you, I think, was... Mm. I don't know that I like the way North go about it. It's a bit of arrogance creeping into North Melbourne. I mean, if you they won play... four games in a row. No, but I just, the whole, like, knees, dropping the knees in a couple of weeks ago that we spoke about, it seems to have crept across the whole team, not just one or two players. And, like, expecting the free kick rather than continuing to play and the free kick comes if it's there. It, not good. Watching it wasn't great, whereas Adelaide just went about it and destroyed them i think we'll see a change next week because uh yeah north melbourne didn't know what losing felt like now they absolutely do and i reckon they hate it they got a taste for it and they're gonna do it for the next two weeks oh yeah and then melbourne are gonna steamroll in and we're gonna have a melbourne versus adelaide grand final well speaking of a melbourne steamroll gws fucking copped it this week where melbourne just ran over the top of them are gws the most disappointing team of the season I think Brisbane are the most disappointing team. Well, then hang on. Qualify that because <laughs> I don't agree with that. I think- No one ever thinks Brisbane's going to do anything. I no, mean, you were runner-up in a grand final. You've made two grand finals in a row. Yeah, people and lost just, key players. And Yeah, I'm, I still think people expected Brisbane to be more than what they are. Okay, I'll put this to you. There's a more disappointing team than Brisbane and it's the Bulldogs. I've got another one. Oh. Premiership defence haven't looked likely at all this year. I. Mm. Okay, here's my take yeah. away. And it's not going to be a popular one. I think that if Melbourne don't make finals again this year, they are the most disappointing team <laughs> yeah. of the year. Because, but look at who they've lost to. They've lost to teams that are steamrolling through. Confer- the conference system fucked them real Fucked bad, Melbourne, yeah. yeah. Because if Melbourne was in conference B, they would have 600% and they'd be <laughs> top of the ladder with no yeah. loss. Whereas Geelong are Punished sitting on the same- Finishing third last year by finishing presumably third again this year. Yeah. That's what I'm- like. Yeah. It's rough. The- the Geelong sitting top of Conference B on 12 points. Melbourne is sitting fourth in Conference A on 12 points with a much higher... But Melbourne have the second highest percentage in the whole comp. Yep. It's just... Oh, it's infuriating every time I look at it yeah, because sitting- their two losses have been, 
very narrow with innocuous things happening, like uh, an Emma King free, whereas other teams have just looked terrible. At- she kicked the goal, though, so it's not the free that counted. It was just from the goal through. square, you'd fucking hope she kicked it. <laughs> well, I mean, well, like, we've just seen. Paris, sometimes they miss. <laughs> now, look, I, I still would go Bulldogs. Just because they won the premiership. I didn't, yeah. See, I didn't rate them that highly last year, but so they, I didn't have it. Internally, they would have been like, we will make the finals again. I don't know. I think Brisbane have looked the worst. Whereas the dogs have at least put up a fight each <laughs> each game. No, no, you, you can't say that Brisbane looked. Not against Brisbane. That's the one game where they've looked really poor. We've looked, no, but you, really, like the Geelong game on the weekend is the only one where Brisbane have been completely shit house. I guess Melbourne, you yeah, weren't I mean, that great. You lost by 39 points. Yeah, but you know, they had a few moments, whereas in this, there was just. No where, where was your moments against Melbourne? I don't know. When he a couple of one goal in the third quarter. Can we take it back to Melbourne though? Yeah, let's go back to Melbourne. Can I shout out a few players that don't often get spoken about, but have actually yeah. been the backbone of Melbourne's pretty Absolutely. impressive season? Chantal Emanson came in as a rookie, yeah. and she's been. No one has mentioned her once on anything I've listened to or read. She's been amazing. She's number eleven for Melbourne. She laid six tackles in the third quarter where Melbourne was starting to really pull away. She was really instrumental. Eleven touches as well. Keep an eye out for her. She's number 11. She's pretty small, but she's really like tenacious. Um, Maddie Gay, I've been trumpeting about, and finally people are starting to talk about her. She kicked the one goal, one goal two, but she had 19 touches, a lot of contested ball, and just provided a really good target up forward when it wasn't working for other forwards. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hanks deserves a Rising Star nomination. I don't know where it's going to come, but it better come soon. Um <laughs> Eden Zanka is the future of the Melbourne Football Club. She's incredible. She's going to be captain one day, I have no doubt. And then players in the back line like Harriet Cordner, Sarah Lampard, who was out with an ACL, came back this year. She's been brilliant and really unspoken about. So I think there are a lot of players in Melbourne's side that don't get spoken about because they do have that kind of top-level talent. Yeah. Everyone was talking about Tegan Cunningham's game. She kicked three goals, but other than that, I didn't think – she was the standout player on the field. I think there are other players that deserve the praise, and I think the coaches' votes this week reflect that. Sorry, that's my speech about Melbourne. No, that's good. <laughs> it's good to have look to celebrate the mid tier, which is well, the mid tier that was going to be top tier, not the mid tier team. I mean, the mid tier of your team. I'm looking at the draw, I and I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how Melbourne make how how they can make the finals. Melbourne have to win out, and I think either North or Adelaide have to lose. The problem here is going to be Freo because you're still behind them, aren't you? Yeah, only on because games, so our percentage is much higher. That's what's frustrating. They're going to beat Geelong, right? Mm. And then, really, you need North to lose, yeah? So, Freo play North in the final round. Draw. So even if, oh, <laughs> Some draws God. might help us. If Melbourne win out and there's a draw in that game, it could happen. Or we get behind the Cats beating the Dockers. Which could happen. No, it won't happen. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's believe. Where's that one? It's at Geelong. Uh-huh. GMHBA Stadium. They'll get a big crowd in. Yeah. Drove past that on the weekend. Impressive stadium. Question, because you were still- in Geelong. I was in Geelong. Did you drive past Sexyland? <laughs> okay. It's not big, is it? I didn't see it. We went a weird way. Because it's so small that you didn't see it. <laughs> I did not see Sexyland. Uh, that being said, I wasn't the one driving. I was in the the back seat. Um, back seat on the left or the right? Back seat on the right. Oh, that's not good. But- that's not ideal for Sexyland. Yeah, and I know that we didn't take the main exit. You did everything wrong that you could do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I avoided that section like a plague. I hate disappointment. Sure. It can just live on in my dreams. It's the biggest, the biggest store in the land. 
But um, yeah, we went, went to the Barwon Hotel and uh, when I left, I was in no state to be seeing anything out of any window. Why so. did you go to the Barwon Hotel? There was a music festival there. Yeah. If you were in Geelong, why didn't you go to Billy's Pub? <laughs> there wasn't a music festival <laughs> there. Well, lift, Billy. Get some gigs there, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Jerkfest. That was fun. I'll tell you what was fun too. Watching Adelaide destroy North. <laughs> yeah, that was no good. First taste of toast this year for me. Yeah. Well, double serving today, well, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, no good. It's Look, it's going to be good for North because I guess it's as a brand new team, they need to lose like one point to realize how much they hate losing. Yep. And I think that this game is going to be that because um, it wasn't a close loss either. Mm. Uh, Adelaide steamrolled North. That's why I tipped Adelaide because I thought North had been up for you know the first month. They're going to have to drop off at some point. Yeah. Umpires couldn't help them this week. Mm. I tried to. Mm. They really did. Yeah, at the start. Definitely. They're so fucked. Yeah. Played well for the first 10 minutes. Yep. When you were getting all those free kicks. When we, yeah. When the umpires were playing nice. I'll tell you the most frustrating thing to come out of this game for me, and that is that my dreams of there being one day a Carney medal <laughs> are disappearing fast. It's going to be the Phillips medal. Nah, it's not. There's too much uh, animosity towards uh, cross coders for that to happen. Really? You think yeah. so? Yeah. If you look on uh, Twitter, there's a few people that are saying Aaron Phillips, an incredible player, respect everything, but mm. it should really go to a pioneer that was there before, which I respect. I don't know. Someone like a Daisy Pierce or a Debbie Lee or someone like that who has been pushing for it to exist, not just come in once it has existed. We were talking about this just off mic, but there's a lot. Like, a lot of AFLW players that are also, like, state level or higher for other sports at yeah. the same time. Mm. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And they get paid very- I mean, Cecilia McIntosh is elite level at three different sports, and she's still having to stack shelves at Coles to make a living, you know? That's and she's, wild. she's nearly 40. What are her other sports? Uh, I, I think it's cricket and soccer, but yeah. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. It's cool, though. Um, women's cricket is also starting to get a much higher profile- Jess Duffin's a cricketer. Yeah, I think that was the player that they were talking about because I think she plays the Adelaide Strikers. I wouldn't be. I don't know anything about cricket, so but I I can tell you something about Jess Duffin. She broke the record for most intercept marks this week with ten. Jesus, ten of her eleven marks this weekend were intercept marks. Far out. And she's not big, and she was taking contested marks against taller opposition. She's in the team of the round. Oh, she, I think she's all Australian. I'm really excited for the AFLW All Australian team. Mm. It's gonna be what a fucking team that's gonna be. <laughs> I think any Brisbane players who are in the mix have slipped. Out. Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Anderson gets in. She might be on the. I bench. think she's she's maybe in the squad. Yeah, but she'd be the she'd closest a, of any Brisbane player. She'd need a big two weeks. Washington's kind of slipped away in the first probably two or three rounds. I would have said yes, but mm. Mm. not even. She's you not reckon? been at her level from last year. I think there are, yeah, there are players that have really, like Sabrina Duffy, I think, takes a spot over Wishnara forward. Yeah. And Sabrina Duffy's in her first year. She's been amazing. It's just not panning out for Brisbane. No, we just need a longer season. <laughs> Give us a longer season. No, nah, they had a longer me. season. They just finish on the bottom, probably. I don't care about Brisbane. I just want more. <laughs> it's just sad that AFLW, like, it feels like it just started. Yeah. It's yeah. already ending. Yeah. It's only two rounds left. It's only two games left for Melbourne. Fuck. And Brisbane. North well, still- not necessarily. <laughs> North still have another two after that. Sadly, we've probably got three more games. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Ooh. 
Surely you'd prefer three over two. Yeah, 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 of course. And get destroyed. Yeah. No, I'm just hoping that the AFL decides at the last minute that it'll Look, the third guys, spot will be a wild card. <laughs> no, it'll be a wild card spot instead of the second in conference B. <laughs> <laughs> the AFL do backflip a Top lot. Top two in both conference and then two wild cards, the next best teams. Do it that way. And if Melbourne don't get in that way, then I'm like, okay, they didn't deserve it. I wouldn't hate that. Can oh, they what? please? No, I, I don't think they can do that, though. They, Fuck. they won't. We should do a petition. Hagen's <laughs> footy petition. Let Melbourne play finals. <laughs> no, I don't they're, know. They're around 160%. 160%. <laughs> yeah, they lost huge. two games for a total of eight points anyway. Should we move on? Well, there's not a lot to talk about with the next game. Uh, Frio <laughs> continued to be good, and Western Bulldogs continued to be bad. Kiara Bowers, 19 touches. I think, 16 tackles. She was amazing. She kicked a goal. A goal? Two goals? One goal, two. She had 23 touches 23 and touches. 16 tackles. 16 tackles. And she, uh, I marks. think she had like 16 contested possessions or something. She was, oh. uh, she's a freak. There's a reason they call her Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> she's so good. And this is what they've been missing. Kelly Gibson, again, was amazing. She kicked three goals. Freya like, have really surprised me. Oh, I don't think they're surprising, though. I think this is the team that they've been building hmm. for two years, but they've had injury and stuff. I mean, those two players we just spoke about both injured the past two years. Or yeah. they, I mean, Kelly Gibson was at Adelaide in the first year. but And then you look at Sabrina Duffy, who's come in and is incredible. Gemma Houghton up forward is amazing. She's such, like she's going to be such a good contestant, Mark. She just needs to build up that bit more of that strength. Yeah. Paris Laurie has been good. It's actually it's sad for Freo too. I feel like they're probably only going to drop one game and they'll miss the finals as well. They've only lost one, haven't they? Yeah, uh, against yeah. Adelaide. But it stuffed their percentage because Adelaide smashed them. Yeah. You'd back them though to win the next two games. They're probably going to finish higher than Melbourne. They're playing North in round seven. Yeah. yeah. That could be the decider on who makes finals. Well, Melbourne play Adelaide and North play Frio. Jesus, that is a what fucked is Saturday. Melbourne play Adelaide. In Melbourne round play- seven. Round yeah. seven is finals anyway. <laughs> it's It just makes it's me big, so well, mad. Because yeah. then there are other t- two teams that will just walk in. So, the 16th of March, Melbourne play Adelaide, followed by Fremantle playing North. I'll just sob for the whole day. <laughs> That's going to just be a... Massive round because the Melbourne cats, the cats will be playing for a spot. Um, that spot doesn't count for anything because they're not going to do anything in finals. <laughs> Man, it's massive. Like, it's so annoying. It makes me sad. Then Brisbane and Carlton are going to have to have a playoff of who can beat their respective team by more to sneak into finals. Yeah. So and then do nothing the week after. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. Look, has old mate Livingston commented on next season what the plan is? No, but I think are they going to redraft the the uh, the conferences? Are they going to scrap it? They're obviously not going to scrap it. They'll keep the conferences. I think the reason they brought in conferences this year wasn't for this year. It was for for next year year. because there's another four teams, right? Yeah, because they're showing that they don't want to elongate the season. Yeah. So when there's seven teams in each conference. How's it going to go? You're going to have one cross-code game. That's what it's looking like. I Don't quote me on this, but it's just even more infuriating knowing that next year it's going to be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> just give them a longer season. Like, we're asking for it. The conference system has just been a pretty unmitigated failure. So how but they'll can they, never say that. They'll they never say to. that. They need to. They need to just be like, you know what? It didn't work. We Let's just it. have 14 teams. 
and a what thirteen round season. Yes, do yeah. that. Like, oh, it's just stupidity. Mm-hmm. We've come to expect it though from Gil. You look at these on paper. And don't take this year's results in. And even then, it's still just a fucked decision to have these as the teams. Because they weren't one, three, five. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Carlton, who were bottom. The Cats, who are new and very young. Collingwood, who have been like sort of, they've had a lot of, they've lost a lot of players. And no one expected Collingwood to be very good this year. No. The Giants, people probably thought they'd be better. They should And Brisbane be better. were coming off two grand finals. But even then, in both those years, not super highly rated by many. No. But and then you look at Conference A, Freo are probably the only surprise for most people, I guess. Yeah, it's just it just don't have them. Yeah, <sighs> can't get behind it. Fuck off, Gil. How much do you reckon it's got to do with the broadcast rights? Because how many issues would they have had with trying to get broadcast rights for a longer season? Do you think that has a bigger impact than other things do? I don't know. Like when you look at things like. Like pay TV and stuff like that, like Foxtel. Uh, there's so many sports stations that that would probably. Well, have you noticed that all the women's games got bumped to random other Fox channels since the JLT started? Yes, I did notice that because mm. I uh, okay. was at my parents' house the weekend and was trying to find out where to watch it. Yeah. Ends up streaming it on my phone. Mm. Wouldn't the AFL be in favor of more games for money? But when you don't charge for them because. Yeah. You don't want to charge ticketing. Yeah. You don't want to do all that stuff. It, they're probably losing money, right? But ratings and advertising factor in or no? Well, I feel like their broadcast deal is a bit fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they haven't planned ahead. <laughs> <sighs> no plan B, Sean. No plan A. No plans. Just let Melbourne play finals. Fuck Gil. All right. So that was this round. Yeah. Uh, which means it would- Leads us into footy tips, which is very important, especially because it's getting close to the end of the season and it's fucking heating up. Do you just want to quickly talk about what you have on the line here? Okay, so... Because uh, this is a developing story. Uh, in the Discord, uh, I'm an individual. The seven-inch single was purchased from an op shop and it's been pledged to be sent to us if we win the footy tipping. So I need to win. I need to lift. What's well, you, yeah? If you yeah, win. if I win. If you win either the women's comp or the men's comp. Yes. Uh, currently, I'm sitting ninth. I've dropped three places. The pressure of the prize has, like, got to me. Yep. What if Tom wins? Well, funny thing about Tom. The person will probably destroy it. <laughs> set it on yeah. fire. <laughs> so Tom jumped me this weekend. Tom yeah. put three weeks of tips in before I went to China. And the fuckhead has jumped me. <laughs> he got four. I got three this week. It's because he backed Geelong. Yeah. In the upset. He makes me sick. Don't worry, because he'll back him two more times and you'll get him. Yeah. I'm two off the lead now. So, we actually have a clear winner at the moment. Uh, yep. Queen T is clear first with 19. Yep. Wow. Then we have Amazing Bagman, Josh F, Chris Turner, Chad on 18. Then Tom, <laughs> XZ Neil, Sam Crombie, uh, myself, and about fucking twenty other people are on seventeen. Yep. I need to lift, Sean. I'm. I've had a big round as well. Oh yeah, you you got four, and you leapt from like I got four seventieth to uh. Mate, I leapt onto the first page. <laughs> I'm only three or four behind. I, um, look, it's still a big It's mathematically point. possible that I win this thing. <laughs> thought you said you hate, hated mathematics. Well, I love them again. I'm back. <laughs> oh, yeah. You jump from like 63rd to 48th. Yep. Big leap. Yep. Not quite as big as the slide you took the week before when you That's got one. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Damn. 
Tip like a madman. So, moving on to uh, next week. Yep. What are the games? Big, big week. So, Geelong take on Frio Saturday afternoon at GMHBA Stadium. Frio. I I think Frio will win, but... No, yeah, Frio. Yep. Frio, but I'm slightly hoping that Geelong win just to help Melbourne. I was thinking that too, but then a Geelong win probably doesn't help Brisbane. So, sorry, Brisbane are fucked anyway. Ignore them. You never know. You get a little run on. We said that last week. Look what happened. Yeah, uh, only but, two know. good games, Sean. Well, fuck. And then your premiers. That's true. That's all it takes. I know I talked them down this whole episode, <laughs> but you just got to believe. And uh, I believe Freo will beat Geelong. Uh, then we got Collingwood taking on North, and as I previously stated, North they've got a taste of defeat now, and they hate it. They know what toast tastes like now, Sean. This is some prime time double header action at Marvel Stadium. I can't wait to go. Massive. I really hope North win, and I think they're going to win by about 30 points. Yeah, I'm going to back North. Yep. Again, tipping North, but kind of hoping that Collingwood win. You'll be cheering for to Collingwood. To help Melbourne. Yeah. 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 This could get violent and vengeful, <laughs> this game. <laughs> I'm not violent. Oh, yeah, because North are playing. Yeah. Yeah. Lots Sarah Darcy's going to kick someone else in the crotch. It's going to be great. <laughs> Did you see a Brisbane player get knocked out? She bent down for the ball, and a knee clipped her in oh, the Oh, it was Shannon Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Campbell, our best defender. That's why we lost, actually. If you look at the oh, score, yeah, that's definitely. If you look won't. at the score at the time, we were down by about you know eight points. Could have come back. I mean, back. that's the most you scored the whole game. But it um, could be the fact that you can't score. Yeah, I feel like that if you're kicking eight points as an in, in the look, entire game, a defender is not the issue. Guys, 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 <laughs> we don't have to make this all about Brisbane. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. So the second game of the doubleheader at Marvel Stadium is Western Bulldogs take on Melbourne. 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 Melbourne by two thousand points. Oh, first hundred point win. <laughs> Maybe. Well, they won by 39 last week, and they won by 39 two weeks before that. So, what's the biggest winning margin in the AFLW? Do you know? 60-62. It was the Pride match last year, where Brooke Lachlan kicked the seven against Carlton. It was 60-something. That's huge. Yeah. I reckon Melbourne are going to... Melbourne is going to be... It's a race to see who can win by 100 points. Well, I'm just thinking in terms of Melbourne's biggest issue is inaccuracy in front of goal. They play a lot at Casey Fields and fields that aren't particularly protected. Yep. Playing at Marvel, their skills should be razor sharp. Yeah. And they should be able to kick a really high score. You might find that the dogs who can't kick scores just knuckle down on defense. Well, Katie Brennan kicked a really great goal last week. Unfortunately, uh, but, she did. Yeah. But they had Lachland and uh, Huntington back, which helps them. But I think Melbourne's defense is super strong. I Harriet yeah. Cordner. I don't want to get bogged down in Freo, but Freo play a very quick game and they open themselves up to get scored against quickly because the Dogs scored some quick goals that they just haven't actually been able to do for the rest of the season. Yeah, but look at who they had in as well. Mm. The thing with the Dogs, I don't think they've had in any game a player kick more than one goal in a game. No. They don't, and whereas Adelaide, a team that are really showing they're good, they consistently have players kicking more than one goal and not just one player doing it. They got firepower. That's why they're going to beat the Giants in the next game. Good segue. Yeah, Adelaide mm. will roll the Giants. Yeah. Speaking of rolling, Ooh. Brisbane going to roll into Icon Park <laughs> and uh, going to crack some skulls. That's what they're going to do. Taylor Harris will have her best game of the season just to spite you. <laughs> Four goals, Please. one. She won't hit the post once. Because <sighs> she won't touch the ball. Or she's going to kick four goals. I'm, I'm actually really scared that she's going to have <laughs> her best game of the year. She will. She's firing. Um, oh, yeah, actually, we did actually mention that. Um, so last week, 
Last week I said, should we hurting after costing Carlton the game by hitting the post like twice? Yeah. Three two, times. Three times. Kick zero goes four. Yep. Missed very easy shots. She came out and kicked the first goal of the game last week. Yeah. Good on it. So, ben uh, hit the post again. But that's okay. Sure, <laughs> she's hungry. We've, uh, not we, I mean, I absolutely haven't, but she's been dismissed as not caring. And I think this shows that she does care. And I reckon she's ready for a huge game. I don't know who I'm going to tip in this last game. This is the only tough one, I think. Brisbane. I'm tipping Carlton. Yeah, I think I'm leaning more towards Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> I believed in Brisbane the weekend that just passed, and they may have cost me I'm an individual. Mate, I want you to get that record, so you do what you've got to do, okay? <laughs> and that's going to be tip Carlton, yeah. I Because <laughs> you can bet Tom's backed Brisbane. Yeah, actually, he Tom would have, wouldn't And he would have backed Geelong. You could leapfrog him this round. We all could. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. everyone, get in on our footy tipping. <laughs> yeah. If you get your tips in quick enough, you can. You, you watch too. him. You watch him slide massively this week. That's <laughs> my tip for the. Probably round. doesn't even know where he is. No, I don't know if the no VPN idea. fucking works for his yeah. footy tips. He's in prison anyway. Yeah, good. <laughs> or dead. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right. That's the tips. Yeah. Let's push that um, that Tom button and be like, oh. Any emails, Dusha? We need that on a soundboard. All right, so emails. We have a lot this week. So first email is from Raymond. Dear good boys, Gemma and Tom, in brackets, who's probably not there. (laughs) On Sunday, I watched the best game of the AFLW I've witnessed to date. It was amazing, intense, close, and heart-wrenching. But I am left with a bitter taste following the final quarter. As a D's fan, I am angered by the umpiring decisions in the fourth quarter. The free kick to King decided the game and not paying the goal advantage was disgraceful. I try not to get annoyed at the umpiring decisions, but it was very hard given the main reason I am mad. And that reason is that the dickhead running the AFL (laughs) turned a round four game into a preliminary fucking final. (laughs) Fuck the conference system, fuck Gil, and fuck AFLX. As a footy fan, the fact that the finals may not have the four best teams is infuriating and fucking disgraceful. At least round seven will have the finals we will not get. Fuck the toast. I need a scotch. <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> PhD candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. I agree. So, yeah. Uh, this email came in just after we finished recording last week's episode. So, he's talking about the North Melbourne Melbourne game. I agree. Which you got into me a little bit about last week, but I'm um, happy to right. touch on it again. Uh, Emma King kicked the winning goal. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, a better team won. No. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> you'd think the better team would make the finals, right? That's probably the easiest way to tell. History remembers winners. So. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about conferences where Geelong are going to make finals here, so let's not get too <laughs> caught up in the best teams make finals here. Actually, that's going to be wild because you're going to have the two expansion clubs both probably making finals in their first year. Yeah. It's great. It's great for the AFL. Shut mm. up. <laughs> it's a fantastic result. Just quickly, Ray, scotch is a drink for winners, mate. You have that toast, okay? <laughs> Thank you for the email, Ray. Good luck with your PhD. <laughs> 
I got an email from Keelan. <clears throat> Subject, Essendon season hopes. Oh, Hi, boys. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. After listening to the pod all last season and having my footy fire reignited, my girlfriend bought us two bronze Essendon memberships for this season. Oh, I was as jazzed as Bleeding Gums Murphy. <laughs> However, after tonight's game against Carlton, I have come to the conclusion that it is impossible for us to make finals this year with one simple reason. Mitch Brown shaved his mo. <laughs> Much like Samson, without that caterpillar living on his face, the team's dreams shall never come to fruition. Please, professors, please, professors give me some guidance in this dark time. With love, Keelan. <laughs> Well, Keelan, I'm hurting as much as you are, buddy. That loss to Carlton hurt, but seeing Mitch Brown's baby fucking face, almost <laughs> fuck. I was almost looking to other teams. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be all right. Kick three goals. He'll though. grow up back, surely. Surely. I might try and get in his ear round one. I'll fly up to Sydney. Be like, <laughs> bring back the Mo Mitch. <laughs> He'll get cold. Just wait for winter to hit. <laughs> It'll be back. Don't you worry. It'll be frosty. You'll be like, I miss it. <laughs> All right, so next email is from Joanna. Oi, blokes. So on the AFLX topic, the way that it's being done is bad in brackets, duh. <laughs> but despite all of your very good points, I have an addition. If Gil wants to cop the NBA style, he's doing it wrong. As someone who has been to live NBA games, what you guys described was overboard and not enough about the game and competition. Plus, the WNBA is really solid and actually professional Gil, so take note. Anyways, this podcast has proven footy is awesome and can be popular worldwide if you just focus on the game and what makes it really great. Also, as a Melbourne girl, I want to fly to Australia and personally fight everyone who decided on a conference system. (laughs) Seems to be a recurring trend here. It's Mm. almost like everyone thinks, us, our listeners, everyone in the world thinks the fucking conference system (laughs) is a dog shit idea. Always thought it was dumb. I don't understand why the AFL won't let each team play each other as an equal amount of times, looking at the men's comp too. But it feels personal now. <laughs> Keep up the good stuff, Joanna. P.S. Carney going, also think about the ground stuff, was one of the best How Goods footy moments ever. P.P.S. I love Gemma. Keep Tom in China or whatever, and we can have her on the pod all the time. <laughs> Agreed. The or whatever is <laughs> just like, put him in China, fucking send him to the bottom of the sea with Ross. Who cares? Just get it done. <laughs> There you go, Jamie. You got a fan. We're working on it. I wanted validation. It's good. <laughs> Joanna could just listen to my other shows, though. We've got a lot of Melbourne supporters. Yeah, because yeah. Melbourne are the best. Mm. All right. Next email is from your friend, Sean. Colin Doyle. <laughs> Boys- friend. <laughs> your tipping arch rival from 2018 has returned. Tipping arch rival or life arch rival? <laughs> Boys and Gemma, and then slash other guest host, because Tom's probably away. (laughs) I've heard the call out to lift from Sean over the last two weeks in the pod. Sean, you want a rivalry? Well, I'm back. Good. After pulling a Tom and being away for multiple weeks and forgetting to tip, that ends now. (laughs) Tips are in for this week. Best of luck, Sean. Sincerely, Sean's official rival, Colin Doyle. (laughs) P.S. Tom, it's 2019. Lift and Skype in from China, at least to intro the emails. <laughs> <laughs> Update on Con- um, on Doyle's uh, yep. results. Yes, so he said that's Saturday. Yeah. So here's the head-to-head this week. You got four? Me, four. Colin. I saw what he got, and I just want to double check. You double check. Because uh, I have a feeling- Do you want me to drop it? 
He got three. Did he get three? I thought he got two. Oh, wait, no, that's Connor, his brother. Oh, <laughs> shit. Colin got two. Yep. So, uh, Colin, um, before you come for the fucking champ, maybe focus on in-house rivalries, because Connor, your brother... It's he, a three-way uh, war. <laughs> it's, it's all happening. At the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> so, yeah, Colin is 81st out of 85. Fuck. Connor is 79th out of 85. And you, Sean, are whatever I said you were before. 48th. Yeah, that's it. Top 50. That's huge. The, look, look at me, mum. <laughs> <laughs> so... Colin's joined it late, but has he been given the away teams? Like, has he got... What points is he on? So, he's on 11. Mm. So, if he hadn't have tipped this week, he would have got three. Fuck. So, uh... Maybe that's your strategy next week, mate. <laughs> good <laughs> luck, good luck catching me in this league. And this is a nice email to end on uh, from Allery. Subject, really good. Uh, bit of an answer to our question. <laughs> Carney, Dusha, and Gemma, I just want you to know that footy, in my opinion, is good. Really good. <laughs> this AFLW season is a fucking perler. The women are flying into each other like 36 individual freight trains <laughs> let loose in a paddock. The games are exciting and tense and the scorelines are great. Unfortunately, the scheduling is garbage and this conference system is characteristic of someone who wears cheap, oversized suits <laughs> and paints it on ears when it comes to the footy public. But we must look past that because at the heart of it, the footy is good. Really good. That's <laughs> just a line break. Alicia Newman equals Jet. Yeah. And then another line break. Yeah. <laughs> However, with the impending return of the men's season, <laughs> I have a few questions. One, who are you looking forward to coming back from injury? For example, I'm thinking Charlie Cameron or Jake Lever type players. Surely you're excited, Carney. Ah, uh, yes. Two, who would you be excited for to return to form, but who is not in your team? For example, Buddy stops being injured. <laughs> Tom Lynch explodes golds. No. Tex grows back his mullet. I would love that. Gary gets even more aerodynamic. No. Or no. Fife is in Brownlow form. Nah, fuck it. it. Who gets a Brownlow this year? Not Clary. Fife. May your toasts be roasts, Allery Johnson. I have Sorry. so many answers to those questions. All right. Good email. So, Ripper email. A yeah, perler. Great. <laughs> Almost as good as the AFLW season. Yeah. Well, we all have key players in our teams that are coming back. Mine has been discussed a little bit at the start of this episode because <laughs> he didn't maybe perform as much as we would have liked, uh, and that is Joe Danaher. I am nervous about him coming back, but I think my nervousness comes from the fact that I'm scared that he's going to play like he did at the start of last season while he was injured. And I think all it's going to take is like one or two games where he's back to even close to his best, and I'll be like, all my nervousness and worries will just be dashed. Yep. It's just that hand pass to Josh Green. It just burns <laughs> into my brain. Yeah, It's not the decision of a smart man. No, it's not the decision of a man who is fucking listed as a top 10 player in the AFL. It's mm. not an all-Australian decision, Sean. Yeah. What if he comes back and does something like that? He will. <laughs> that was worse for Essendon than the fucking drug scandal. Whoa. <laughs> well, for me... Joe, yeah. what were you thinking? <laughs> Don't listen to... Josh Green loves cheap goals. Make him fucking earn one for once. <laughs> You're a, uh. oh. So yeah, Joe Danaher. If he, makes, if he makes more decisions like that, he will be joining Josh Green in football heaven. <laughs> I'll fucking be in football <laughs> heaven as well. You'll Quit in, the podcast. You'll be in football hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where I frankly deserve to be. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, it is, it's Charlie Cameron. Didn't he get um, re-injured? He had a bit of hamstring awareness on the weekend, but he'll be fine. He won't play JLT this week, but he'll be... He'll be raring for round and, one. And uh, for anyone who is super unfamiliar, so we didn't cover the preseason games last year. 
preseason games, some teams do not give a fuck and no. will just occasionally just withdraw key players for no real reason and just give a really generic response, like yep. hamstring awareness. Yep. Or, in the case of Sydney, no, no, just like, <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> He did reach for the hamstring during the game and, and oh, didn't take sorry. any further part, but they've, they've said he's fine. So I don't think he'll play this week. But he, if he plays all year, will probably be an All-Australian. That's His my brother's tip. looking pretty good for West Coast too. Yeah, we tried to get him. Yeah, they didn't I, We put a bid in and they were like, nah, get fucked, Brisbane. Um, I'm excited for Callum Mills to be back. Yeah. He was an underrated missing player for Sydney yep. last, week, uh, last year. And uh, Sam Naismith, when he gets back, that... Gives us a few more options with Sinclair mm-hmm. being able to play forward. So, I'm pretty excited for those two. Buddy's not really coming back because he was never really gone. What about Reed? Yeah, actually, he's a really key player for us as well. See, the thing is, though, all the players that I'm excited to get back probably push out one of my favourite players. Yeah. Well, that's which makes me a bit nervous. how I'm fucking feeling as well. I swear, yeah. if Mitch Brown gets <laughs> fucking rested for a Joe Danaher that kicks one goal for, <laughs> I'm going to run through the fucking banner myself. Mm. <laughs> It is going to happen, though. Did we answer all of Valerie's questions? No, no. we didn't ask. We, we answered one of two. Oh, okay. So the second question was, who from another team are you excited to get back? Oh, okay. Uh, if Tex grows back his mullet, I'd be pretty excited to see that. I'll be excited. I don't care if his team does well, though. No, I hope they don't. Yeah. I don't know why. I hate Adelaide. I mean, I, you know what? I can get behind. Club, oh, yeah. I th- actually, yeah, that is it. I'd like Adelaide to miss the finals, but I could- Definitely get behind Tex growing back the mullet and winning the Coleman. Ooh. Yep. I'd be on that. The thing with footy is we've, uh, we often discuss aerodynamic natures of players, but if players grow mullets, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Too much hair or no hair. Yep. That's the way the players should be. There's no middle ground. No. There's never middle ground for Tex. Any players you're excited for coming back? Can player coming back be a player that just wasn't able to get consistent games last year? Yes. Joel Smith for Melbourne. I want him to play at Sydney so badly. He's a very good player. He probably will miss out on spots because of Lever potentially coming back during the season, May in, Colin Jasny in, all those sorts of players. But mm-hmm. he's such a good player. He's a good forward. He'd be a great third forward after Tom McDonald and Sam Wiedemann. So, Joel Smith, he's got a good leap on him. Yeah, I'll look out for him. He's got a good haircut too. Does he? Yeah, that's what made me think of it. I love Joel about. Smith. He's, his dad's the one that, Sean Smith, that took that great mark. Yeah. Joel Smith's amazing. Uh, do you great, want to pick up great your phone? Name. No, I'll leave my phone on the floor. Uh, <laughs> hopefully everyone heard that. It was a very loud, audible bang. <laughs> it's face down. Can only assume that it's fine. Landed, <laughs> rather than landing on my foot, which is right next to where it hit, and a soft carpet, it has landed face down on a desk, on the corner of a desk. <laughs> it bounced, so uh, I'm sure it's fine. Dusha, if people want to get in touch with the show, where can they find us? Okay, they can email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or tweet us at howgoodsfooty. If they want to find us individually, I'm at Douche13. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at GL Bastiani. Or play on Radio Mel. <laughs> and Tom, uh, I mean, we'll have to find out what prison he's in and then he can probably send letters there. Yeah, yeah. If you just write Geelong fuckhead, <laughs> Chinese prison, they should find him. I don't know the postcode though. But yeah, I'm excited. Hoping for a JLT win and hoping for a North Melbourne win. Yeah. It's going to it's going to be a big weekend. Hoping for a Brisbane resurrection and also a Brisbane injury-free practice match. Gemma, your thoughts, your hopes, you aspirations? Should, uh that everyone listens to my shows on play on radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh you can hear me actually reviewing and previewing all the games in the in each round on Fridays at 8am for the play on preview. 
and Mondays at 8 a.m. for the Play On Review, or you can podcast them the day after. And it's the same with us. How Goods Footy is on Play On Radio. So if you want to hear it first, you can find us at 4 p.m. Wednesdays or 5 a.m. Thursdays, Melbourne time. Same deal as last week. Sort out the time zones yourself. (laughs) I cannot be responsible for that. I already have too much responsibility with this fucking show. As always, we will be on the Sandspans podcast the next day. It's exciting. Footy. It's... There's a lot of it at the moment, and all of it seems to be bad for me, but that's that's fine. That's part of the game. Go Bombers and North. Go Kate McCarthy. <laughs> Swans and Melbourne. Fuck off, Tom. Tom.